When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Oh boy, it's Friday. Yes, you've done it. The end of the working week, just about anyway. Hopefully we can set you off into the weekend in style. This is Summer Breakfast and great to have your company again this morning. The McCafe Menu, our official Coffee Partner has the Hobart Hurricanes quick, Nathan Ellis. BP Brett Phillips is going to join us, SEN tennis guru, commentator, a man who knows the sport inside and out. I'll tell you what, no favours for the Aussies in the draw yesterday. We'll talk about all that and more with BP. Sarah Rowe's going to join us. She played Gaelic back in her native island. She played football in her native island. She came over here to play for Collingwood, AFLW. Now she's gone back to football with Melbourne Victory uh, very much. Um, a cross-code hopper, cross-sport hopper is Sarah Rowe. Uh, and a man who knows a thing or two about jumping between sports just happens to be sitting alongside me. Simon O'Donnell is here. Scoob. Sam, morning. Um, a lot of people back at work. Jeez, the traffic was different on the road this morning. Oh. Yeah, I reckon a lot have gone back in the last Build 48 up. hours. Is that right? You noticed it on your yeah, trekking? On the, on the Hoom yep. this morning, a lot more traffic on the Hoom. Did you get your coffee in on the way like you oh. do? What's wrong? I love Maccas, and they're great supporters of ours. Oh, hang on. Yes, they are. Stop right now if you're going to have a crack at Maccas. Oh, mate, the coffee I got there this morning, I'll be having a bit of a yonder. My what, man. What was wrong with it? I don't think he put enough love into it, Sam. Oh, just a bit weak? Yeah, I like an extra shot in my coffee, and I got onto the hoom, mm-hmm. and that's when I settled in back and yeah. had my first sip of coffee just to get me going for the day. It is a great part of the day, isn't Still it? sitting in the ute, Sam. Undrunk, hot milk. I think that's a that's a, a really rare occurrence. That's a Haley's Comet style no, event. What you just very much there. a rare occurrence. And you know, when but you're getting, getting a coffee at that moment of the day, you know Nadia never does that. She'll be in here from oh, seven. Nadia's the Amma Cafe great here great never great. ever happens with Nadia. I had a I had a, a, a interesting coffee experience myself this morning. I want to ask you if you've ever experienced something like this. Now, uh, I know you're not a dairy farmer, but I'm going to lean on you here for a bit of dairy advice. So I get a two-litre bottle of milk yesterday. It's been sitting in the fridge yesterday. It's not out of date until 17th or something, 18th. Anyway, I open it up this morning to go and pour it in. I've made the coffee, got it all set. I'm going to heat up the milk in the coffee machine. And I've gone to, I've opened it up, seal's there, opened it, gone to pour it in, nothing. It's full, but nothing's coming out. And I'm like, God, I've heard of a bit of skin on the top, but what is happening here? Literally upside down. So I, I get in there and I have a look. And it's like wood putty at the top, but I reckon a good three centimetres of it, of sludge. So I've I've spooned it out, got it in the sink, and there's there's normal milk underneath. And I'm thinking, should I be drinking this? Like, as I say, I've heard of a skin, but this was a full blockage. And I drank it. And just as I sit here with you now, the first ad break, <laughs> I might have to leave you for a bit. Well, I don't know if I should have done it, to be honest. Or should I be worried? 
It was in oh, date. Really wait, it's not going to hurt you. You, you may can upset my trigger your system into doing some things that you don't. After the survey, never ever experienced that before. It's like it hasn't been. It's a normal milk too, not one of those fancy it, organic. It's like, like it hasn't been pasteurized properly yeah, to just be milk, happened. and and it's still got a, a massive layer of cream. Like it's just come straight out of the vat. Something's happened. Gone to the cow to the vat to your bottle. Yeah. To give it a shake. Well, it couldn't be shaken. It was was completely blocked. It was really thick on the top. It wasn't just and a, then a normal a, a milk film. underneath. Yeah, normal milk just sitting in there underneath. It's not going to have been sort of. I don't know. I've never seen it before. If someone can educate me on that uh, or anything else, I'll, 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 ring. I'll ring. He might, he might <laughs> drop shortly. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Heavy ramble fodder to get to. Uh, Temper forty wings text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. But you know what annoys me more than anything is when someone else uses your recycling bin. So it's our bin morning this morning. Yellow bin out, red bin out, right? So I put the yellow bin out nice and early. But I have to, I forget something. So I go back out after dark just to top it up. And I'm, Hang on. There's all this foreign matter in my recycling bin. Someone's just taken the opportunity to throw their bloody slab carton in there, some milk cartons, the plastic. Hang on, don't use my recycling bin. Use your own recycling bin. What's with that? You wouldn't have this problem out where you are, given your neighbours two kilometres away. Tell you what, you know, birds. But, but that, isn't that good that your neighbours are doing the right thing by the environment? And they can do that in their own residence. Yeah, but if yours isn't full, it was. It was chockers. and you've already put it out, so people aren't expecting you to put more in. I was standing on mine to get it in, well, jumping not. up and down. <laughs> well, that wouldn't have made any impact. Like an adult trampoline. Uh, did you see more? Uh, Hot air balloon touchdowns yes, yesterday. Really <laughs> We are loving the hot air balloon. It's fast becoming the most dangerous sport pursuit hobby you want to know. One nearly landed on the Eastern. <laughs> One nearly landed on the Eastern out in Bulleen there. Just uh, drivers filming it as it just sailed perilously close to the signage. I tell you what. Remember we spoke about the one uh, pre-Christmas that crash landed in at St Kilda Beach there. I tell you what. Yeah, no, no, they're having a bad run. They're Brooksy, having a real bad run, the Blooners. Brooksy's telling me it's fair game to use other bins once they're out on the nature strip. I don't oh, think. I'm, no I'm way. The same you can't thing. just go patrolling the burbs and just find a, a house and just dump your rubbish in. One of your neighbours. That's one of your neighbours. Well, I don't saying, know who well, I want was. to keep up you know, the, the appearance of the area. I don't want to you know, have my lid half open, you know, and then the, the garbage bloke won't touch it. It stays there half open. I'm not going to dwell on this because it's a nasty visual, but Rob says you'll be damaging the Dalton in five, four, three, two. Milk shouldn't be like that, he says. Um, bit of a worry. Okay, I might be in the rest. I might be in the rest. Oh, I think it. you're in strife. Yeah. I, I can't believe you went on with it. Yeah, well, it was all I had. And Why didn't you get a Macca's on the way in? Uh, because on the way in from my place, there's no 24-hour Macca's, so they're all closed. Hey, um, where did you propose? And and what? and Well, I, did you see the Navy chief, the former Navy chief, the former Vice Admiral, Michael Noonan, his name is, is in a bit of hot water, pardon the pun. Uh, he's proposed on a submarine and he's come in for some criticism for using, you know. What do you mean he's proposed on the submarine? He proposed to his girlfriend on the HMAS Waller and uh, critics have come. In fact, what, what's co- wrong with that? the coalition's defence spokesman, <laughs> Philip Thompson, said it was an abuse of power and that uh, it was unbecoming of any leader. And he said Michael Noonan uh, should not be using Navy um, or, you know, yes, Navy um, equipment, if you like, 
vessels as his own personal love sub. I like that personal love sub. Do you do you propose on a submarine? So, so they it was docked and no one was. No, on I was it? at sea. So they said no taxpayers have have been harmed. And, and <laughs> the his partner is part of the no, crew. She's a civvy. She's a civilian. She's gone on a trip. Yes, she was. She was brought to the sub, I, I believe, as per the reports that I've read. And um, they spent a night at sea, and he proposed on the sub, the love sub. Love sub. <laughs> <laughs> you, you propose on a love sub. In the corner of Dandong and Chapel Street. Did you? In the really? car. In the car on the way home from the pub. I like it. Beck would have loved that, wouldn't she? Would have been a very quick yes. Shakes her head at it. If the bin, if the bin, hey, that's all right. I'm sure there was a touch of romance. I was waiting for the lights to change. <laughs> you were driving as well. Oh, my goodness me. If the bin's out, it's fair game. That's from Marty G in the I boys. agree. I agree. Bin out, fair game. Oh, Steve's in Melton. I Once wonder you what... put it out, you don't expect to put more in. Mm, okay, we'll get to Steve in a moment. Oh, is he on the line? Uh, Stevie, we got you. Hi, guys. What are you a miserable prick, mate? What's that, man? You're a miserable prick. Someone put some rubbish in your bin and you've gone all hypersensitive. <laughs> Uh, well, very strong feedback from you, Steve. I wouldn't say I'm a miserable prick at the at most times. Uh, I was just uh, simply making comment, uh, wondering if that was fair game to load up someone else's bin. Steve, you know what you can be thankful for, Steve? What's that, mate? You don't live next door to him. <laughs> well, there you go, mate. That's exactly right. So do you do that, Steve? Do you wander the your street and chuck your rubbish in other people's bins? Uh, well, we've sort of got a... Bit of an um, agreement, mate. That, you know, all the bins are out, and you know, it's Christmas time, and everyone has a bit of extra rubbish. No, of course you we know? do. Of course we do, and we do too. And we and we no, do no. too. This, this was a bit of an unsanctioned uh, dump, but um, but we do t- <laughs> we do too, Steve. I'm only having a little bit of fun, mate. It's Talking okay. of unsanctioned dumps, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose my words too wisely there, did I? Only having a bit of fun, Stevie. Don't get too upset, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Well, I hope not. Actually, I, I certainly hope not. I've never seen milk. I've never seen milk like that before. And uh, I might go back and have a. I don't mind if my bin isn't full, says Dean. I let my neighbours put rubbish in my bins when uh, uh, when they're uh, still away. Yeah, we did a lot of that too over the break. When people are away, they leave their bins out for other people to use. I'm only having a bit of fun. I want to upset my, my m- minimal times in suburbia. They give you those little bins. Yeah, you got like- to, yeah. But they're done by Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, those tidy bins are. Oh, you've got to go to the council. But they, they very quickly uh, upgrade you with a big one if you put the request in. Yep, free charge. I was always wandering in the streets, <laughs> putting rubbish <laughs> in <laughs> with, a, with a big sack over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Annie's in South Australia. Is she on the line with us? Annie, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Drinking, 
I would put it, if I was finished with it, I would put it in someone's recycle bin as to not throw it um, in the gutter. And secondly, I don't have a problem with neighbours coming and asking me if they could put um, their re recycle stuff in my bin if it wasn't full and vice versa. I, I would actually ask if I could put it in though. Thanks, Annie. No, appreciate your call, and, and I'm normally fine with that too. It was uh, I was my yellow bin was stressed to the max, and uh, and I just come out with a couple of items, and I was shocked to find out that uh, that half a bin full on top of mine. So uh, it was it was a big dumping, and it was unsanctioned. Um, how about this? Just as we were about to go on air, I saw one of the most bizarre stories I've ever seen out of the New York Post. Have a listen to this. You cannot make this up. There's two pictures in the minor leagues over there in the States with the exact same name, Brady Fagel, and they look exactly the same and they actually both took a DNA test to find out if they're related after years of being confused for one another. One's 32, Brady Fagel. He's a, a plays for the Long Island Ducks. And the other Brady Fagel's 27 who plays for the Las Vegas Aviators. Both are six foot, four inches. Both have red hair and both wear glasses. And in fact, they were reporting that seven years ago, they were first mistaken for one another when they had the exact same elbow surgery performed by the exact same doctor. And when the reception rang up to follow up on the surgery, I said, oh, I haven't had my surgery no. yet. I'm going in next week. And, and I'm like, no, this is Brady Favre. Yep. And, that, and the DNA is as suspected, not separated at birth, no biological connection, but they consider themselves... Long lost brothers. Wow. That is the most bizarre. They, they look bizarre. identical. That is absolutely bizarre. I, do you believe in the doppelganger? Have you ever been mistaken for you? Could wouldn't be being a man of uh, profile as you are. But the doppelganger theory is alive and well. The what doppelganger? Where you you get told you look exactly like someone else that you've never heard of. But you see it on telly all the time where they people put you know half a head of someone else and <laughs> you know you put your next to someone. Harold's son used to do it every week. He used to put, you know, Robin Williams and I've forgotten who he was with. You know, they compared, you know, who do you look like? Who do you think you look like? I don't know. I, don't, I got told Wayne off the Wonder Years a little bit, actually. Not a glamorous. So who was the guy that that sang the songs and used to shake, bang his head like that? What? I don't know. With the long hair. You look like him. Do I? You're a short-haired version of him. Okay, well, there you go. Um, Who was that guy? Speaking of versions, you know how many versions they sold? They sold a Prince Harry's memoir after one day, one point four million copies. That's light on, I reckon. One point four million in a day. That's light on. It's being sold in sixteen languages. The largest first day sales total for any non-fiction book ever published by Penguin Random House. They said in a release, one and a half million. I don't think that's a lot. You don't think that's a lot? Not not where it's gone to and all the languages. It's an enormous it's... amount in the book for one day. That's one day. But that's around the world. That Bloody just wasn't Simon. wasn't released just in Melbourne. How many or copies Australia. did your autobiography sell? You sold no, it. no, but I don't <laughs> think that number's massive. Okay, well, let's see what it's like uh, in a couple worldwide, of weeks. Worldwide, I don't think it's massive. Okay. Uh, if that was a Hollywood movie, they'd be peeved. They'd be saying, nah, jeez, this is poor. How about a footy doppelganger? Flip Phillips, Andrew Phillips, a Ruckman, and Aaron Francis. Mm. They look similar, don't they? They look the same. Yeah. Bit of footy news floating around today, um, yesterday it? as well, with a lot of the clubs now back in action post Christmas. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. They do look very, very similar. <laughs> Andrew Phillips and Aaron Francis. That is actually, I've never seen that. That's unbelievable. Mm.
Look at him. Well, he's pretty. What about Dwayne's Dwayne Zorko? Dane Zorko. Dane Zorko. Yeah. And and Joe Danaher. What? You are just, you need a spell. And so do I, actually, after that milk. All right. Uh, SEM Breakfast is for the Koga Money credit card. Packed full of value. Uh, heaps to get to today. Don't be shy. Be a part of it. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Lots of strong rubbish bin advice coming my way as well. Temper 40 Winks text 0433 98 11 16. The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. Agree with you, Sam. A couple of weeks ago, some idiot half-filled my green waste the morning after it was emptied. That's from Jeff in Mulgrave. The unsanctioned dump I can't have, Scoop, and I don't care how many people have a go at me. Ask for permission, that's fine if I've got the room. When you don't have the room and you can't shut the lid and stuff's blowing everywhere. Carrying the rubbish in to knock on your front door and ask. Uh, just oh, open your lid and think, oh, Sam's got some... Simple text message will suffice. Oh, <laughs> bit of neighbourhood cooperation, eh? <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's all be good. Now, when that's you absolutely. put your bin out... You, no, people, no, I don't agree I with that. when that's you put not your fair bin game. out, you need to assume no. that you have nothing more to go in your bin no. once you put it out in the street. No. It's ready for pickup. No, it's not fair game. Not fair game. Just because it's out the front doesn't mean anyone can just help theirself to your bin. Not just anyone. It's one of your neighbours. Well, I'm assuming it was. Don't know. You it could have been a foreign drive raider. around and. Well, you just told me you patrolled the streets with the sack of rubbish. My street. <laughs> up and down. Andy's in. Andy. Made sure it was late. Everyone was in bed. Andy's a great friend of SEN. Of course, he's out there in Taralgon. He wants to talk some tennis, uh, which starts very, very soon. G'day, Andy. Good morning, Sam. Good day. Shrewd, how are you this morning? We're well, thanks, mate. What's on your mind when it comes to the Aussie Open? Okay, my question this morning and about the Australian Open for Monday. Name me, you're three of the best of the best Australian tennis players, male and female. Well, Nick Kyrgios is our best ranked, Andy. So he goes in with that uh, well, pretty ordinary preparation, doesn't he? And we'll get to the draw in a moment with BP, but he's been, well, none of them have been done any favours in the draw. I'd have him in there. The Demon is in unbelievably good form, Scoob. Um, uh, Demon or he's going magnificently well. Uh, in the women's, um, either Tom Lanovich, 35 in the world, I think. Again, done no favours with the draw. Scoop. Uh, and rankings-wise, Andy, I think then you've got to go. Brooksy was telling me Daria Saville, 55, but isn't playing in the Aussie Open. So pretty thin on the ground in the women, obviously, in the wake of Ash Barty's sudden retirement. Andy, have you have you got a winner Tenasi for us? Kokonakis. Oh, is going well too, Andy. Absolutely. One in Adelaide, didn't he? He did. Uh, let me think off one name for you guys. Uh, yeah, I might say Nikos is a chance. Ash Barty's retired. If it was Ash Barty, she'll be playing now. Ash Barty, back-to-back. Yeah, well, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, we will miss her, that's for sure, Andy. I appreciate uh, your call this morning. Have a good weekend, mate, and uh, we'll hear from you very soon. Speaking of books, that Ash Barty book was amazing, the autobiography. Do yourself a favour and have a perusal of I that. Haven't had, I haven't had a read of that. No, that is a very, very good book and very well written. I've got a bit of support on the text here. 1.5 million worldwide, I don't think it's a big number. You say world, not everyone's interested in the royal family. Oh, worldwide, we're probably... Well, the United States of America. Let's even put it into the United States of America. You do know we're talking... Just to stress, ballistic on. Just to stress, you do know we're just talking one day. One day, one yes. day. Yeah, one day. In all of the United States of America, 1.5 million books he sold. I, I don't think that's... I, I don't... 
think that's well, it's the most ever. That's a record. Fine then. Probably <laughs> the most ever then, isn't it? <laughs> it is the most ever. Well, it is I, a record. I didn't think that. I expected more. <laughs> hey, I expected more. Hey, the stars are back. The stars are back. Mate, they're chasing 108. Yeah, why were they chasing 108? Because they bowled magnificently yeah, well. well. They've been bowling okay all year. Well, that, Can't that, back. What is, what, are you going to agree with any? The stars are back, okay? Mathematically, they're a chance. But what I wanted to ask you about, Don't point at me. maybe without Stop you getting pointing. grumpy for a moment, was Joe Clark's ramp six over third man, though. He went Staggering. to... He went to do the ramp over his left shoulder, and whether deliberately or not, the bowlers bowled it to his right. He ended up with a little, little yeah. like a like Flick. a little fishing cast, yeah. and it's flown nearly into the into the seats. Mm. That was the most amazing shot. These guys, their skill in this twenty twenty. I remember playing a a fun game with Dave Hussey for a charity one day, and Dave Hussey, a very good fifty over cricketer and and twenty twenty mm. cricketer. And he literally hit the ball with a with the bat face facing the sky. He literally hit it as it came to him. He hit it straight up in the air. Why? Because he could. Right. <laughs> and I was standing there. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that he actually had his bat at an angle that he wasn't hitting it back, you know, over the bowler's head or wasn't hitting it over point. He wanted to hit it straight up in the air to get one of the footballers who couldn't catch to run in and catch it. And that's what he did. And it was a medium pace, so it wasn't a bad ball. Mm. And, and he literally hit it with the face of the bat facing the sky and hit it directly up in the air. I, I couldn't believe the skill it took to be able to do that. Yeah. It was amazing. I put some old curtain rods in a neighbour's bin about 10 houses up one night. Woke up the next morning with them on my lawn. Um, hey, the last fan standing's back today, Scoob. So get yourself ready for that. Uh, together with Maccas, we're providing another chance. You say that, man. I'm, I get nervous. I know you do. Uh, two hours away. like to keep you on edge. Uh, to win a trip to Delhi for the second test, Australia and India in February, all thanks to Maccas. All you have to do is to be crowned the last fan standing. You want to win today, go into the grand final on January 30, and it could be you. Five nights premium, five-star accommodation, 1000 bucks spending money in Delhi as well. All the corporate hospitality in the world, everything you need, all tied up in a neat little bow. All you've got to do is navigate 11 cricket Uh, Your interview with Pat yesterday, is that him in the Herald Sun? Is that quotes off you? Pat? Yeah, Pat. Oh, Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah, he's in the Herald Sun. Not sure. Are they your quotes? I'm not sure. That was exclusive. (laughs) Not sure. Wasn't it? Well, have a look. Have they attributed those to you? Thanks for looking out for my welfare. We better get to the newsroom. Sam and Scoob on breakfast. Have they contributed anything to us? You're in rare form today. Back after these headlines.